We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Tonight, I'm excited to have my good friend Kevin back on the show as we are about to uh, witness the the Pittsburgh at Western Michigan game together. I am going to be doing my first doubleheader this weekend, going to UConn at Michigan and then making the trip over to Kalamazoo after the Michigan game. So I'm excited for that. And uh, Kevin, thanks for joining me again. Thanks for having me, Bobby. How's it going? Good, buddy. Uh, those who those who don't know, Kevin and I talk frequently about <laughs> co- college football, but we, we talk a ton about our beloved Detroit Lions, too. Um, we, we might hit on that later in the show. I know this is supposed to be about college football, but him and I are just diehard Detroit Lions fans and I know last week didn't go how we wanted, but we're still excited about the way it's looking. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hopefully we'll pull one out this Sunday. I hope so, too. But uh, I'm excited to be going to this Michigan game this Saturday for, for many reasons. I mean, obviously, going to any stadium is a huge thing. But I grew up going to the University of Michigan football games and going to the big house many, many times. And I know you've been there many, many times, too. And now you cover Western Michigan a ton and obviously Western Michigan went to Michigan last year. So I'm going to be experiencing Michigan this week for the first time, not being a Michigan fan. So I I would love to hear your insight on, on that from the Western Michigan game last year. Yes. So it, it's a surreal experience. It, it was, you know, it's almost like, cheering against one of your children you know <laughs> i saw my first game in the big house in 1978 you know i grew up on both Schimbackler and you know i go back rick leach and all those all those old legends from the 70s and 80s i grew up on all those guys so to enter michigan stadium last september uh and head to toe western michigan bronco gear was really strange and then to sit and for four quarters, not cheer for Michigan, and to hope the opponent, the visiting team, uh, did well was was really different for me. Uh, It's a strange experience, and I'll be interested to hear how you handle it. Uh, But the thing that I remember most is I didn't waver. I wanted Western to play well. I didn't want them to get embarrassed. on that big stage, I wanted them to be able to hold their own. You know, at one point, a late second quarter, it was it was Michigan ten, Western Michigan seven, and I started, you know, I started thinking, hmm, hmm. lap state <laughs> happened. Well, you know, anything's possible, right? And you know, then uh, uh, I think it was a long punt return, and then things just kind of fell apart. But I really really wanted Western to do well and, and cheering against 
the university that I grew up with and love dearly uh, was quite a different experience. So I would love to compare notes with you Saturday evening after you go through the same thing, watching UConn versus Michigan. Absolutely. And, and like, like you said, I mean, you've been going to Michigan games for a long, long time. I've been, I, my first Michigan game was in 1999 and I've been there many, many times since. And you brought up the app state game. And it's funny you do that because I was at that game as well. <laughs> that game oh. was, it, it was the tale of just two different experiences. One being a Michigan fan where you're sitting there infuriated because you just lost but then at the same time, it was one of those feelings like, holy smokes, I just saw history. Yes, you did. So, it, it like you said, anything can happen. I mean, the Huskies are heavy underdogs, obviously, um, for obvious reasons. Um, but like you said with Western, like I'm just hoping the same thing for UConn, that they go in there, put up a good fight, and just look respectable. Right. You want them to put on, you know, have a good showing. You you don't want those kids to, you know, to their experience at Michigan Stadium. Well, you know, we lost 51 to three or Mm -hmm. 61 to seven. You don't want them to go through that. So, uh, you know, you you feel their pain a little bit. So you really want them to do well. Absolutely. And and of course, when you go to Michigan Stadium, you can always tell uh, the people that are there for the first time because their eyes get this big around. And yes. I look forward to seeing that from fellow Husky fans. <laughs> yes, it is a spectacle. And, you know, when the band comes out and, you know, they form the block M and it's it, you, like you said, you watch the opposing team, the opposing fans and a, a fellow Big Ten school, when they see that and they hear it, and, and James Earl Jones is on the, you yep. know, on the speaker and he said, we're, you know, we're the greatest university in the world. You you look at their faces. People yep. are in awe. So it, it'll be great for your Husky uh, brethren to, to experience that. I'll be interested, like I said, to hear hear your stories when we get together Saturday evening. Absolutely. And, and you bring up James Earl Jones. That in itself just is, I mean, just him being the announcer is, one, it's perfect. But, two, it's just, yes. it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> If you don't get chills, there's something wrong with you. Absolutely. That is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I don't want to hit too much on Michigan just because I've been there many times. I know what to expect. I know what's going to I know what's gonna happen, the tailgating scene and how just everything that goes on. But you, you and I will be heading to Western Michigan, seeing them play against Pittsburgh. And this will be my first ever trip to see – uh, Western Michigan football game. So I'm, I'm really excited to see, um, to see that in person, obviously. Um, what should, what should I expect walking into that? So this will be the beginning of year four for me at Waldo stadium. And I anticipate this being the best atmosphere that I would have seen, uh, in my short Western Michigan uh, career, so to speak. Uh, I saw my first game was, it was a similar setting. It was a Saturday evening. It was the first game of the season and it was against Georgia State. And the crowd was rather raucous and it, I would say 
it was one of the it was as close to a sellout as I've seen and I, I remember leaving there thinking this is pretty good I, I was very impressed and as the season wore on and the weather turned and the you know there was more you know 12 o'clock and 3:30 games the crowds dissipated as the season wore on and I always referenced back to that Georgia State game and I said it should be like that more often you know it was you know 75 degrees and like I said seven o'clock on a Saturday in in late August early September and people came out so I think it will be like that but but probably times times 10 at least with Pitt being the opponent with Pitt being the opponent and you know all the hype we beat Pitt last year and I think the atmosphere will be the best that I've ever seen there so I'm glad this will be your first experience I, I'm really looking forward to the to the fact that it, for one it's Pitt in that game last year I mean you guys knocked them out of the playoff basically last year I mean they went on and won the ACC so I mean it was a fantastic yeah. win for you guys beat them last year I believe will only help to energize the fan base for this game because everybody will go in thinking we, we've got you know a really good chance of winning again we beat them last year uh, you know their first round NFL quarterback is no longer there um, and you know we've had you know we had decent showing against Michigan State and then we pulled out the game last week against Ball State We've got we've got a shot to win this game, and it's at home, and it'll be the first home game. I think the crowd will be electric. I think you'll have a fantastic time. Uh, the band puts on a good show. The students will have a chance to get lathered up, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it is Western, so <laughs> there won't be any any lack of a. Uh, of uh, enthusiasm from the students, so we'll just say that. So <laughs> I think I think you'll see a phenomenal atmosphere on Saturday. That's awesome, and and I'll I'll kind of compare it to some of the other MAC venues I've been to. I've been to Central Michigan in the past. I've been to I've been to NIU many times. Okay. Um, and but but I I really expect this experience to be much better because. I remember going to an NIU game when they hosted Boston College on a Friday night, and it was. I I, I was thinking that 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 was probably the best MAC environment I've ever been a part of. Okay. NIU lost that game narrowly, but I I really expect going into this game with Western Michigan for it to even top that. I really do. Yeah, I I anticipate it to be a really electric atmosphere. Uh, and and I believe it'll only get that much crazier if the team gets off to a good start. If they happen to take the lead in the first quarter, or they, you know, it's a real nip and tuck game. Uh, but I think it'll just get, you know, just get better as we go on. Um, as the game gets more tense, as it works into the second half and into the fourth quarter, I think I think it'll be really special. I hope so. What what are what are some of the, I guess you could say, traditions to look forward to when it comes to going to a Western Michigan game? Oh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> well, some, I'll say some of the better ones. 
are, are saved for CMU. Let's just, <laughs> let's just say that. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> Some of the better ones are saved for CMU. Uh, they're, there's usually a, a live Bronco. Uh, lady rides out on the, on the live Bronco, so that's always a good thing. Um, uh, the, the traditional mascot, you know, the guy in the costume, he usually walks the, walks the stands. Uh, the band is, I think it's a fantastic band. I'm, I'm a little partial because my daughter's in choir, so she's got a lot, she's got a lot of friends in the band. So I take a little more interest in them than, than normal because those are a lot of her closest friends. So, um, they put on a phenomenal show, both, uh, pregame and halftime. So, um, I think, I think you'll have a good time. I don't have any doubt you'll have a good time, actually. Absolutely. And, and I, I as well, I think the band is one of the most underrated parts of attending a college football game. I, I think, absolutely. I think when there's a great band, I think it just makes the atmosphere that much better. Absolutely. It, 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 and that's one of the things that separates the college experience from the pro experience. Absolutely. Uh, that, that marching band and those, those traditions that come along with the college experience really, really changes up, uh, the atmosphere makes things feel, uh, it's more festive and it's, it creates a better atmosphere in my opinion. Absolutely. And you hinted towards the Western being one and one. They won their first conference game last week, an early conference game against Ball State, going to Muncie, Indiana, getting a W there. And then they had a very good showing against Michigan State. Yes, they did. Uh, you know, the final score did not indicate how close that game was. I mean, it was 21-13, and Western had the ball. Oh, it was, yeah. You know, well into the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and our redshirt freshman quarterback, that was his first ever game. And we're, we're within eight points of you know, what was Michigan State rated, you know, at that time they were number 11, number 13, somewhere in there. And uh, – we, you know, they, they put on a pretty good show, and uh, I, that's why I thought it was very important that they uh, that they win last week after after the showing at East Lansing. I thought that they have to follow this up with a victory. They don't want to come home zero and two, you know, to pit and and not have anything to show for you know their their efforts in the first two games. So um, pulling that game out in. Muncie was really a big deal and it was they did one of the things that they struggled with in 2021 and that was to close out games properly where it's you know it's a tight game it's a back and forth affair and they struggle with just putting their foot on the throat of the opponent and ending it and the fact that they showed that really made me feel good and and I think there's some uh they're going to be heard from in 2022, I believe. It's sincerely, I believe you're going to see some some really good ball from them, and I think they've got a, a shot in the MAC, um, a lot better shot than a lot of people think, especially a lot of the quote unquote prognosticators who uh, said they were finished fourth or fifth in the West. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to be a much different story. I absolutely agree, especially looking at how the season has gone early for the for the Mac West um, Central Michigan obviously has not 
I mean, they looked apart the first week, but then last week they get blasted at home. And then, right. then you look at NIU has struggled. Um, so, so, I mean, you look, you look at, I think it's wide open. I really do. As do I. I, I they've got as good a shot as anybody. They've got a veteran defense, uh, which obviously takes you a long way. They've got a good running game, you know, two solid running backs. And their quarterback is playing well beyond his year. So absolutely, uh, they've got a shot. And I, they've got a shot Saturday. I'm excited to see how things turn out. Absolutely, and and I think one of the things you hit on right there was having a veteran defense. Everybody always talks about Mac football and the offenses and everything, and rightfully so. But the fact that you have a veteran defense, I think, when it comes to November matching, it could set you guys apart. Yes, yes, because when you need to make a stop um, and you can lean on that defense and not have to worry about scoring into the 40s and 50s every single game, uh, it's a big deal. Absolutely. And I, I, I have to hit on the fact that y you also travel to many different venues and you've done so already this season and Go ahead and let, let's let the listeners know where you've been so far this year already. Okay. Uh, I, I was in Muncie last week for, for Western and Ball State, which was a, a, a really good experience. Uh, I had not been to Muncie for anything up to that point, so I was interested to see. I've seen some uh, you know, college uh, town ratings that, that always – has had Muncie near the bottom all the time. Yes. Or it gets rated as a, you know, one horse town or a little, uh, I found it quite the opposite. I, I liked it a lot. It was not a one horse town <laughs> as it had been painted to be. Uh, the people are absolutely phenomenal. I had multiple people stop me on the concourse just to tell me, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming to the game. Where are you going to hear that? Wow, that's awesome. You know, you, yes. You know, usually you've got the opposing colors on. Yes. You're literally <laughs> the enemy. And we, yes. We all know what goes on in, in stadiums, especially these days. Uh huh. But to have people stop me and tell me, hey, thanks for coming. I mean, sincerely look you in the eye and say that. That is amazing. Uh, just phenomenal. I... I... I was really excited to hear your thoughts on Muncie as we were texting back and forth on it because I'm going to Muncie in October when UConn plays there. And like you awesome. said, I've heard I've heard not very good things about Muncie just like you did. So I, I was really I was really excited to hear you hear you saying those things and for you to say that multiple people stopped you. I mean that that's phenomenal. Yes, yes. Uh the the tailgating was at a, a higher level than I, than I expected. Uh, it was a pretty good showing from the tailgating standpoint. Uh, when I got there, the band was marching through the parking lot where the tailgating was and stopping and playing. That was awesome. There was lots of red in the crowd, lots of, lots of Ball State gear. Um, I, I was very impressed. I've been to, that's my fifth Mac Stadium. And thing bad to say about Muncie, it's right up there with with the other venues that I've seen so far. So um, 
I've, I've seen worse, especially from a tailgating standpoint and from a fan participation standpoint. So I have nothing but good things to say about it. I was very impressed. Uh, the week before, uh, <laughs> I dipped down to the state of Florida, and I caught, on Thursday, I caught the Central Florida-South Carolina State game in week one. And then on Saturday, I drove a little bit ways north and caught the Utah-Florida Gators game, which, uh, you know, made all kinds of national headlines for what Mm -hmm. a phenomenal game it was and atmosphere. Uh, Both games brought different things. Uh, I was very happy to finally make it to Central Florida. We all know the stories, the bounce house, uh, the party atmosphere, uh, all of those things are true. It felt like, it didn't feel like a hardcore football crowd, and that's not to disparage them. It just feels like a party. They're having a good time. They love their team, but it feels like a party. And the stadium does bounce, just in case anybody wants to know. It actually does bounce. That's awesome. (laughs) As they're jumping (laughs) up and down, you can actually feel it shaking. So, um it lives up to the name. Uh, the swamp, on the other hand, man, <laughs> com- completely different atmosphere. I got off the shuttle, and you could feel the intensity in the air. Utah brought a ton of people. They were excited. I'm sure for a lot of them, that was the trip of a lifetime. From Utah to Florida, we're going to go see our team. You know, I they acted like the same thing we discussed about people coming to the big house and seeing the Michigan, having the Michigan experience. That's how it was for Utah at the swamp. They were very excited to be there. They're hugging. They were slapping fives as they walked by each other. But the intensity in the air was markedly different from what I I saw on Thursday uh, at the bounce house. One of the, I would say it was the best college atmosphere I've ever been to that did not include Michigan. And I say that because I've seen Michigan play Notre Dame in both locations. I've seen Michigan Ohio State wow, probably 20 times. So there's a different feeling, A, when it's your team and Mm -hmm. B, when Michigan comes to town that's a red letter game for almost anyone. Right. So people react differently. If I take out all of the Michigan games I've been to, this was the best college atmosphere I've ever seen or been a part of. It was incredible. It was loud. Everyone was into it from from both sides. Just a great, great, great experience. And anyone who is a college football fan needs to put the Swamp on their bucket list. It's a must-see and must-go. I loved it. I love hearing that because, I mean, that's why we do it. That's why we do what we do. That's why we travel to all these venues and, and different things. and Absolutely. Just to experience that. And, I mean, the fact that you, one, got to see a fantastic football game, but, two, you get to experience the swamp at night with just just the intensity level, like you're saying. I mean, it, it's, it's yes. different. It's a different ball game at that level. It, <laughs> and it was everything that you hear about. It was humid. 
it was a light misted year, so it was it felt like swamp. All those things came into play and just added to it. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it's it's warm and it's muggy and and you know the game's going back and forth and it literally went down to the last play of the game and multiple times both sides thought they were going to lose and then only to, to surge back ahead again and just a great great atmosphere and great day i'm so happy for you that you got to experience that i mean it's it's a great place i mean my brother works there so he's told me many stories about oh. football games there and it's just like like i i can't wait to experience i've been to the stadium when it's empty or when like people are running the stands and everything Mm-hmm. taking pictures there and everything but i've never been to a game so it's like one of those it's one of those that i can't wait to get to you'll you'll i guarantee you, you'll love it it was it was fantastic so what are some of the other ones coming up on your schedule i know you, you got you got a good one tomorrow <laughs> yeah i do have a good one tomorrow so tomorrow uh we hit the road uh down i-75 headed towards louisville and we're going to catch the Cardinals play the Florida State Seminoles on Friday night. Uh, this was one that I circled early on um, when the schedules were released. It's a Friday night. I could see that game and still make it back home for Western and Pitt the next day. Um, Florida State is always a must-see, you know, even doing some of their downtimes to Florida State. They come to town, people are going to show up and show out. So Absolutely. that was when I circled. And, you know, Louisville is is somewhere I've always said I need to get to that stadium. I need to see the Cardinals play at home. And I, I've made it to Kroger Field to see the Kentucky Wildcats, but I'd never made it to Louisville. And tomorrow I get to check that off the list. I am very, very excited to see Malik Cunningham and the Cardinals score against the Seminoles. He is a special football player. He is. Very good to see him. What else do you got on the future schedule? Well, uh, the following week I, I've got uh, probably the, the peak of my of my college trip so far. Uh, tomorrow will be trip 31 for me, stadium number 31 for me. But the following week I've got, uh, <laughs> I, I have a possible triple header in the same day. I am going to North Carolina and I will start at noon and I'll see the Clemson Tigers play the Wake Forest Demon Deacons at noon. Then I'm going to hightail it over to Keenan Memorial Stadium to see Notre Dame play North Carolina Tar Heels. That'll begin at 3.30. So I'll have to uh, maneuver my time uh, and, and be very clever with my time management as far as driving and what times I'm getting in and out of each location yeah. so I don't get caught in too much traffic. And I'm able to maximize my game watch time and then when that's over i'm gonna take the short 20 minute trip over to carter finley stadium to see your yukon huskies take on the wolf pack of north carolina state that begins at 7 30 if i do not pass out in between it will be the <laughs> greatest day ever of college football 
Absolutely. And and I'm so glad I could play a little part in enticing you to do so. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I looked at this and I said, uh, you might be biting off more than you can chew. And you said, nope, you can do it. Get it done. <laughs> so, <laughs> like you said, you, you might pass out, but it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great. So uh, I'm very excited for, for that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's... You know, I've, I've bought my tickets for all three, so it's no turning back now. I've, I'm going to get yep. it done. Yep. I, I've been to North Carolina for a spring game. Uh, oh, okay. If, if it was actually a high school teammate of mine was a grad assistant there at the time. Now he is the safeties coach at the University of Buffalo. So that's a, oh, awesome. one of your fellow Matt guys. <laughs> but uh it was, it, was an, it was a really cool experience. One, because... I had the connection. I was able to experience things a little differently than an average fan. I got to go in the locker room and like all kinds of different stuff that it was just, it was really, really cool. But it was when Mitch Chabrinsky was the quarterback. So they were, they were pretty good, but it was, uh, it it was a really fun experience. And and I can only imagine what a game is going to be like there. I can't wait to hear uh, your insight on that one, all three really, but that one in particular. Yes, and and the fact that they're playing Notre Dame. Yes, uh, you know, once again, there's certain brands that just bring everybody out and bring the best out in everyone. And Notre Dame comes to town, everybody shows up. Yep. So that's kind of the crown jewel of my of my triple header. I, it's the one I plan to spend the most the most time at, and that's the one I'm planning everything else around. Um, no disrespect to the other two. But that is that's the crown jewel. Yes, yes. Anytime you get to see Notre Dame, it's it's special from for so many reasons. But I'm yes. al- I'm also excited for you to see Sam Hartman. I think that's going to be really cool. I do too. And and you know Clemson is still Clemson, but yes. you know they're vulnerable. Absolutely. They're they they're not the juggernaut where they walk, they roll their helmets on the field and, and everybody bows down. It's mm-hmm. not like that anymore. And Wake Forest is going to go into that game thinking we've got a shot to win. And I'm very excited to see it happen. Absolutely. And then I, I know their, your nightcap game is a sellout. I, I've through Husky Twitter. I've, uh, I found out that that game's a sellout. So that, that'll be fun too. And I, I got lucky because I'm going solo. I found a, single ticket 50 yard line upper deck second row nice so by that time of the day i'll just i'll You'll t- sit there and i'll kind of put my feet up and yes. just take it all in at that point yes exactly <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. I, I got really lucky you know you're right it is a sellout and it was tickets were pretty hard to you know even to maneuver on the secondary market but i found a single right in the right smack on the 50 so I feel very lucky. Awesome. I, I know you got some other special things planned for this year, too. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if my wife doesn't put me out. I, hey, I I'm right there with you, too. To after all of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm going to spend the majority of October will be at Waldo. Mm-hmm. Western has... Uh, Three home games in a row, October 1st, 8th, and 15th. So I'll spend those three weeks 
in the state and and at home. So, like I said, my wife doesn't put my stuff out <laughs> on the doorstep. So I'll be at Waldo for three straight weeks, and then uh, the Broncos go to play Miami University, the Red Hawks, and I plan to make the jaunt down there um, to check another Mac stadium off of my list. That'll put me halfway through the Mac, so um, I like to make sure I get that accomplished before the season is over. And I have six more to go starting next year, so um, that's what October looks like for me. What what uh, Mac venues have you been to? Uh, Waldo, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been to the factory in Ypsilanti multiple times. Uh, uh-huh. it's, not, it's not too far from home. And B, my brother-in-law played there back in the late 70s, so that's actually my first Mac Stadium I've been to. Okay. Yeah, my brother-in-law played there, and uh, he played in the Canadian League for almost a decade. So um, that's awesome. I spent a lot of time at Wright Nearson. And uh, I hit, once my daughter started at Western, I hit Toledo, which is very, very nice. That was my, you know, that's when I went to Toledo, that's when I said, you know, I think I'm going to try and hit the the entire conference. And so I made the jaunt down there um, the last, you know, 2019 when Western was there. I went to Toledo, and then last year, I made the quick jaunt over to Bowling Green and saw Bowling Green play. That's a very underrated stadium. Have you been there before? I, I've driven past it. I've not been there. Really nice. I, I, I've heard so good. It, I've heard good things about it. Yeah, it's really nice. It's it's very well very well done. I'm understated. Uh, I remember thinking, I don't think that they prepare for some of the crowds that they have because concessions and and uh, souvenirs were, it was a struggle. It was a struggle. But um, as a venue, as the stadium itself, it's very well done. And the fans are quite passionate considering, you know, for, for a nice long stretch, you know, Bowling Green was this, you know... They really struggled in football. Yep. But those people come out and support. So props to them. They they show up for that team, and they're getting better. Yes. They're getting better, and uh, those people come out and support them. That's one of the complaints I have about NIU Husky Stadium is the concessions and the souvenir perspective. No support? No, the support's good, but it's the like you were saying with the – the souvenirs and the concession stands. Uh, yes. I, I NIU Husky Stadium is not good when it comes to that. <laughs> yes, yes. You, you see that in the smaller venues. That was one of the good things about Ball State. Ball State had multiple stands. They were open. They were well done. They were, um, you didn't have to search for one. The lines weren't extremely long. That was really, um, I was very impressed by that when I went to Ball State. And like you said, at the smaller venues, that's that's that makes a difference. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, you and I understand manpower, right? And, and right. Trying to figure out, are we going to have seven thousand here today or twenty-seven thousand? So, you know, I get all that, but 
when when you're in line and you miss an entire quarter, quarter and a half of football, yes, well, that changes your experience yep. completely. Absolutely, I and unfortunately, I've been through that. <laughs> yes, as have I. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's uh, that's what that's what we're looking at um, in the next five six weeks. I've got a lot of trips planned and. Ah, some good times coming up. Absolutely, I feel very blessed. It is. It's the, it's the, the best thing that we get to do. And and I know you have have the same feeling I do. We're so thankful. One that the Lord allows us to do it, but that our wives allow us to do it too. <laughs> yes, and I'm not sure it's in that order. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's sometimes when I come home from these games, I'm like, hi, dear, and I just. I'm just like, just don't hurt me. <laughs> I know, I know. I said something to my wife the other day, and she goes, trip after trip after trip after trip. And I wanted to say, I, I've only been to one, but I said, I don't I don't even dare say that. Right, right. <laughs> yep. I, I know that oh. feeling. <laughs> yes. That's like when I when I told her about this weekend, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go to Michigan. But I'm like, I'm going to Michigan, then I'm going to Western Michigan. She's like, two in a day? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, and I and I know one that that we've talked about for next year that w- you and I have discussed is West Virginia for the backyard brawl. And, yes, and sir. I that did, is already circled on the calendar. I, We're doing it. Yes, we are. And and that is actually one where my wife wants to join us because she loves the song uh, Country Road. So she, yes. she wants to be there to witness that because I told her what happens at the game. And she's just like, I got to see that. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> So does she? Is she planning to go? She is. She is. That's awesome. Yep. Good. Yep. Good. Good. We'll have a great time. We absolutely will. So, <clears throat> well, that's going to bring us to the end of the show today. Uh, well, before we do that, let's let's hit let's talk briefly about our Detroit Lions. I can do that. I host this show. I'm allowed to do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Week One didn't go the way we wanted, but I think the Philadelphia Eagles are probably going to win the NFC East, and I think they're a little bit better than the rest of us think they are. And I know I'm not. we're never one for moral victories, especially with our Detroit Lions. We've seen it before. We've seen it a million times. But this team looks different. They do look different. I agree with you. But I agree with you more when you say no more moral victories for us. Yes. We need... W's period. Yes. No more moral victories. No more, oh, boy, they put in a good effort. The mm-hmm. Lions have to start winning, period. Yes. And I think it happens this Sunday. We're finally favored. I do too. <laughs> We're finally favored in a game. So that I saw it's the first time, and I think it was 24 games, I think is what I saw, <laughs> which, is, which is head-scratching. I mean, but... But, I, I mean, I believe it. The product we've put on the field the past couple of years has not been good at all. And right. We, we finally seem to have something potentially, but time will tell. 
I agree. And I do think this team is different. Uh, but they have to show us. They have yes. to show us on the field. Um, they have to close out games. They have to stop making those mistakes that cost you football games. Yes. And none of us are going to pretend that it's easy because it's not. But uh, they're different. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that'll conclude the show now. <laughs> but yes. Again, Kevin, thank you so much as always for coming on with me and uh, can't wait to do it again in the future. And uh, I can't wait for this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. Thanks for having me on, Bobby. I really appreciate it. You know, you can call me anytime. I'm here for you. And in less than 48 hours, we'll be doing our thing. Absolutely. Let the listeners know where they can follow you. Okay. I have couple of different twitter accounts uh the western michigan uh sidelines account is ssn wmu and my regular twitter account is at four the number four lawson l-a-w-s-o-n the number four and that's where i usually post most of my trips because i try not to uh with other uh, college football right. uh, uh, information. I try and keep that strictly to Bronco football, yep. basketball, baseball, etc. Yep, yep. Well, again, thank you for coming on. And as always, thank you to my listeners who tune in uh, every episode. I always appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for following me, supporting me, doing everything that you guys do and supporting this journey. Um, hope everybody has a good night. God bless. Thanks, Bobby.